1: That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl,
0: I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market
1: now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21 wines from spain greece and italy grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly mediterranean cuisine today think greek style ground lamb pitas lemony oven roasted chicken or bronzino or instant pot short ribs braised in wine all simple and delicious taste the mediterranean now at whole foods market
0: hey this is stacy and megan with another one of our fun size episodes of
1: didn't i just feed you In these episodes, we'll take 10 to 15 minutes to dig into a topic. We'll jump in and we'll jump out, and of course, we'll continue the conversation in our listeners group. We're
0: shooting to have one of these a month, but actually, (laughs) since we've been (laughs) in quarantine, you never know, you might get a bonus one month. So be sure to follow us right now where you are. Subscribe if you haven't already to make sure you don't miss a single one. Either way, sometimes it'll be both of us, sometimes just one of us, and sometimes we'll even have some guests thrown in this week what's the deal
1: with quarantinis <laughs> <laughs> oh man the word is just so funny but I think it is a fun conversation <laughs> to have quarantinis right it's like whatever you're drinking on quarantine a, a riff on the martini if you will didn't Ina Garten make supersized quarantini in her stories and it's like going or everyone's yeah. just like obsessed with it it's going around
0: you know it's so funny is that being a parent is such a like big group yes. Like there are people from all different walks of life from them we're always trying to be so sensitive and so you know even doing an episode on quarantinis we were like what about people who don't drink we don't want them to feel excluded and when Ina did that I was like that doesn't give A S. She's like, I drink, <laughs> I'm quarantine, and I'm going big. <laughs> I was like, I like it. I like yeah. it. I can
1: it, appreciate that. <laughs> we can talk a little bit about low alcohol drinks and also alternatives because yeah. we've we talked about it before. We have a whole episode about the culture of mommy juice and whether it's really appropriate to drink in front of your kids if you want more information on, on both of our stands. But listen, these are unusual times. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> and they maybe call for unusual sized drinks or just unusual drinks in general because you can't get everything that you want. From the grocery store or the liquor store, right now. Yeah. So I want to know what are you drinking in quarantine? We've d- gone live a couple times, and you've been making our 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 drink. Your quotes.
0: Yes, <laughs> it is our drink. We <laughs> developed it together. Really, we you did, did. We did. Yeah. So okay, there are a couple of things I have to say about this. One is that I think the quarantine is just about like using what you have on hand. And that's where our drink came from. We really need to name it. But it's bourbon with a little bit of simple syrup, a little bit of lemon juice, and apple cider. And it's freaking delicious. But I have to be honest, as much as we talk about whiskey and drinking and blah, 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 like we both have admitted on the show that we're big talkers when it comes to drinking. In reality, in normal life, I really don't drink during the week unless Mm -hmm. I'm going out. And then even then I have like two cocktails at most. And like, I've been known to go to a bar and just like nurse one drink because it makes me tired. It's... Like, I love cocktails. I love mixology, but like, it just doesn't make me feel great. But in quarantine, I have been drinking every night and some nights starting (laughs) at like five. I'm not kidding. So my tolerance has gone up. And when I do want to drink starting at five, that's usually because I want to have a drink while I am cooking dinner. Yeah. I am finding that red wine is making me too tired and then I crash. Mike hasn't gotten enough rosé or white yet, so we're working on that. I do my other go-to drink, which is equal parts, sweet and dry vermouth on the rocks with a lemon twist. It's low alcohol. It's delicious. I've asked some of the like top mixologists in New York, I swear, if they know the origin of this drink and they've never heard of it. But in general, I do love vermouth and I love this kind of equal parts. I actually go a little lighter on the sweet, but it's like nearly 50-50.
1: That sounds really good. I feel like you've talked about that before, but I can't remember in which episode we've talked feel like about I it. I like I What have you been drinking? Okay. I feel like we were not originally well-stocked on liquor in our liquor cabinet. This is like a really funny thing. We did one pre-quarantine, like a grocery shop, and I bought two bottles of wine. thinking like oh I'll drink those over like the course of several weeks and Brian pretty much drank both of them by himself I think I maybe had two glasses of them and it was like this thing that we actually argued about for a little while where I was like I bought this wine for myself like I don't like to drink beer the way that you do and I really wanted to occasionally enjoy a glass of wine. Um, we've kind of looked out that in Boise, a couple of our like bottle shops will do delivery, so we've been doing that. And so I've been leaning more on like ciders or canned cocktails. Yep. But my brother just came to stay with us, and he filled up our liquor cabinet. So we have gin, and we I ordered tonic in my grocery delivery this week. So I'm really looking forward nice. to just like gin and tonics. And I took your tip from was it our grocery cart episode or the citrus episode where you were like don't you don't have to always buy like fresh lemons and limes you can buy the little containers of the concentrated juice and that has been awesome for even just like upping the flavor of the canned cocktails which sometimes can be like really sweet or maybe they have like too much essential oil in them especially like the margaritas have like a little bit of lime essential oil in them and they're like A little bit off to me but putting some like fresh lime or not fresh it's not fresh but like the bottled lemon or lime juice in those canned cocktails has made them so much better yes yeah i do feel like i'm drinking a lot more in quarantine than Uh, i yeah am in real life for better or worse it it is it just is what it is and Um, honestly i'm like i'll drink anything i'll drink a beer I'll drink a cider. Brian bought me a hard seltzer, like a a couple different hard seltzers from one of our bottle shops. And like, it is that it's like such a funny thing to me. And maybe it's only funny inside my marriage where like. He nails it 50% of the time. There was one (laughs) canned cider or canned wine that he bought that I drank on one of our lives together on Instagram. And it was so good. And then there's like a green tea hard hard cider that he bought me Mm. and like a lavender honey one that I'm like. (laughs) They're just, like, we're so desperate to drink, right? But, like, those two are just, like, lingering in the back of the fridge. I'm like, do you know me at all that you (laughs) bought these two for me? Like, Do you know my taste at all? Oh, it's pretty funny.
0: Um, Mike and I are learning a lot about what we both like and dislike in red wine. And we have, it turns out, really different tastes in red wine.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Can you say more? Okay, so last night he
0: poured me (laughs) a glass and he took a sip and was like, "Oh, it's like leather ass in the back of my throat." <laughs> and Oliver laughed so hard. He was like, "Do you mean leather donkey or do you mean leather butt?" He's obviously just ten years That's old. I was like, "No butt." Like I'm just, like straight up like yeah. butt, but leathery. Like weird. No. And Mike was like, Oh, I love this so much. Like it's a little I know it's a little earthy, but I'm like, Ugh. So he's trying to figure out what I like so that when he does, we're trying to minimize our runs for both groceries and alcohol to like once every two weeks. And it's almost time for him to do another one. So, like, I've been tasting his red wines, <laughs> even if I make myself a cocktail, just so that I can give him some, like, feedback. Like, be like, no, don't buy that one again. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was a bad choice. And then we'll
0: see if, We'll see if he nails it. There, yeah. He bought one bottle for me last time that totally nailed it, and I liked it. I wish I knew what it was. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll find out mm. from him.
1: My friend, Patty, I've talked about, she's my best friend, I talked about her probably too much on the podcast. She does this really smart thing, which she has, like, a photo album on her phone of wine that she likes so when she's out somewhere and she has a great like bottle of wine at dinner or something she takes a photo of it and then she can refer back to it to shop for it later
0: and now which i Mike think is really smart. has an app that you oh, take really a, yeah you take a picture of the label and it brings up all this information about it including like it's rating in any publications it's rating by other users And it logs it for him and he can say if he liked it or if he didn't like it. And then it also has like a smart, you know, like whatever intelligence built in so that it can start recommending him wines. I'll find out and put it in the show notes for this. Please do that.
1: Have you ever done Wink or any of those other like wine deliveries?
0: Before we get wine delivery through an app called Mini Bar that actually sends it to local liquor stores, so we get to oh, support cool. like local businesses, but it's like a larger app in terms of the delivery.
1: Brilliant, I love yeah. it. Okay, we spent a little bit of time talking about wine, which appreciation for you if that's your go to in quarantine, it's probably a lot easier than making drinks, but we should talk about the essentials of a cocktail, which is a little bit funny because, you know, in our private listeners group, we ask the question, what is Megan and Stacy's favorite cocktail? And the answer to the question is whiskey. And we get a lot of slack from people because they're like, whiskey isn't a cocktail. I think serious mixologists would say that a cocktail is always like a liquor and then another flavorful component. And I think there's sort of, like, ethos of a well-composed cocktail, too. Like, you want to have a little sweetness. You want to have a little sour. There's a dash of bitters. Do you have strong opinions about what is a cocktail and what is not a cocktail? I
0: don't. It sounds like you know more about mixology than me. I really go by what I like. But I do, I can imagine that just like with cooking, it's about a balance of flavor. And that, you know... Balance doesn't always have to mean everything comes out like on an equal level, right? And an equalizer like Thai food is great because they really stretch those balances like sour, salty, spicy, get really like blown out. But ultimately, no matter how much you want to blow out a flavor to play with your overall flavor profile, you do have to have some balance so that it's not so sour that you just pucker up and you're like, oh, this is gross. So, yeah, I can totally imagine that because it's a lot like cooking, right? Yeah. But so what are you doing now? Like like you said, now you're going to have a well-stocked bar. But like, for example, I went to make myself a margarita the other night because I was cooking Mexican food and I didn't have any Cointreau and I like threw together a margarita without Cointreau, which I know is possible, but it tasted like crap
1: to be completely honest (laughs) so okay so this is very specific but I recently did this and it worked well which is if you have any kind of like oranges or clementines I saved those peels I stuck them in the freezer because I didn't have time to deal with them at the moment and then later I went back and put them like chopped them up a little bit more finely than they had been because they were just like honestly the peels from the kids cutie snacks froze them chopped them up a little bit and then made a simple syrup with yep. them so i got that like orange flavor that little bit of bitterness from the peel and sweetness from the simple syrup and that was like a really easy way to flavor what was essentially tequila and lime juice yes <laughs> and make it more like a real margarita yeah i mean it's not exacting right but Using scraps to make simple syrups is just like a really smart way to get some flavor.
0: That I've been doing a ton. So like even think about your like the stems of your mint or fresh herbs and go savory too. I mean, that's a big thing in mixology in the last several years, right? Like if you are chopping a jalapeno and you chop off the top and the bottom of like three or four, throw them into the pot with just the tops, you know, wash it, throw it in with sugar and water. And make a jalapeno simple syrup. So wait, let's take a step back though, because not everybody makes simple syrup. You can buy it at the supermarket if you want to do that fine, but it is so much sutton. cheaper. Yeah, it's so much deeper <laughs> and easier to make. Do you do... I've heard different things. I've heard some mixologists do two-to-one, sugar-to-water. I do 50-50. Yeah,
1: I like a 50-50. I think it, like, is a little more balanced that way. The more concentrated is really great if you're going to make, like, pitcher cocktails. Yes. But I don't think most people are doing that at home right now although no (laughs) can you meal prep a cocktail batch cocktail i feel like yes you can and you might want to do that right now so yes Um, 50 50 just a a cup of granulated sugar to a cup of water you a lot of people just like mix this together and put it in a jar but and like shake it up but then it can get a little bit crystallized if you do it that way but if you just like heat it over low heat and then put it in a jar and store it in the fridge it'll be liquid without crystals for it lasts basically forever
0: it also has a nice sort of silky like thickness it adds a richness to your cocktail it's like hardly detectable but you evaporate some of the water and you get a nice thicker like a real syrup so i like i always cook it down and then you're not
1: like dealing with a sugar cube or sugar granules like at the bottom of your glass it just mixes in so beautifully Also flavored waters,
0: like if the kids leave half their cutie or you have some like cucumbers that you just didn't use up in time and they're like too soft, like wash them, cut them up, put them in water and make infused waters that you can then also cook down to get some other flavor. I mean, these are all just ways of improvising layers of interesting flavor that you can add to your cocktail.
1: Yeah, you know what else I've really been loving too are shrubs, which is a really great non-alcoholic option. A shrub is like equal parts sugar and water, a mix of water and vinegar. And then you put like fruit, it can be fruit scraps. It can, I'm sure you can do it with vegetables, although I have less experience doing that. And you let it all like sit together and it extracts the flavor of the fruit and it's just really balanced. Like it's a little bit sweet It's a little bit sour. It is so good as a cocktail mixer, but also with just like seltzer water. So you get kind of like a soda flavor that's really balanced and not overly sweet. Shrubs are so good for summer drinking too.
0: Oh, so refreshing. I want to also talk about sour mix because I feel like sours are a really good thing because you just need your sour mix and then...
1: Your alcohol? I have never made sour mix. So I'm so happy you're bringing this up and walking us through it.
0: Yeah. So a sour mix is basically that simple syrup, like one cup sugar, one cup water, and then uh, lemon and lime juice. So you make the simple syrup first. And then while it's cooling, you add strained lemon and lime juice. And I like to use about one cup of freshly squeezed lemon juice and half a cup of lime juice. And that is your sour mix. It's basically lemon lime that's been sweetened. And then you can just mix that with whatever. I like whiskey, of course.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be so good with gin. Yeah. And that's what I was with tequila, tequila gin. and with vodka. And yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I also mentioned vermouth, but I really wanna like stop on vermouth for one more moment because I do yes. think that vermouth is really useful to have around. Campari, vermouth, and gin is a beautiful thing. Campari is another good thing to have around if that's your jam. Do you like Campari? Um,
1: I love Campari. And Aperol, they're both like liqueurs and they're um, very flavorful and a little bit bitter and a little bit sweet. And they're great for making spritzes, which is like Campari and, and or Aperol with like a sparkling wine. Or some people like add more liquor and sparkling water instead.
0: Yep. All right, so Megan, we have tons of ideas here and we're definitely going to start, hey, you guys, were are on Pinterest now. Oh, so yeah. we're doing our best to get started, but you can, we're at, didn't I just feed you, of course. As you um, can imagine. So we're going to start a thread in our listeners group and that's going to give us tons of ideas and inspiration, not just from us, but from the entire community. And then we'll use all of that to start a Pinterest board. So that'll be a great resource too. But before we sign off, Do you want to mention, like, just one or two, like, two or three ingredient drinks that we haven't mentioned that you think are worthwhile?
1: Hell yes. Okay. I think a Negroni is one of my favorite cocktails. Although that's very liquor forward. You're going to have to help me right now. It's usually Campari and whiskey and vermouth. Yes, I believe that's correct. Okay. And then the other one that I was going to mention is... A sidecar, which oh. is actually like a relative of a yes. margarita. Sidecar? I do sidecars with like bourbon. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like a sidecar is like a bourbon version of a margarita. Oh, oh my God. I never made that connection. Isn't that so funny? It's actually like they they think, we talked about this on an episode of Good Eats, where actually I was an extra. They think that... The margarita was actually kind of invented because <gasps> someone wanted a wanted a sidecar, but they didn't have the bourbon or whiskey on hand. And so they made it with tequila instead.
0: Oh, my and that's gosh. How we got that delicious drink. That is amazing. Yes. Um, OK. OK. Let's, what about you? A I want to go back. because I did look it up really quick because I was like Negroni. That sounds right. But it
1: sounds like a little off. It's usually gin. Oh, gin. Yeah. yeah. OK. What is it? It's called something if it's with a whiskey. Yes. With whiskey or bourbon. It is.
0: See, you can tell that like we like to drink, but like we're not. We're not pros. Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. No one in quarantine is. Um, Okay. I want to mention daiquiris because I think people think of daiquiris as being frozen, like pina colada-y type drinks. And actually you just need some good rum, some simple syrup, and some lime juice. That's a basic daiquiri and it's not always a blended drink, like in a martini glass. It can be very delicious. Like that's the classic daiquiri. So I wanted to mention that. I also wanted to mention a dark and stormy.
1: Oh yeah. Right. Which is so easy.
0: So easy. Although like who really necessarily has that around, but If you do have rum, um, Caribbean rum, like Jamaican or rum Mm -hmm. from uh, Bermuda is often what's called for, Um, and ginger beer, which can be really easy to get at a big supermarket. And if you can't get your hands on ginger beer, even just ginger ale and then a wedge of lime. Delicious.
1: Oh, I want to go. I think we actually have everything on hand to make that. And I want to go right now and do it. (laughs) Do it, guys. Do it. So we'll be, we'll create a board on Pinterest. We'll be in the listeners group with even more ideas of things you can drink while you're in quarantine. Um, remember to find us as didn't I just feed you on Instagram and Facebook where you can also join that listeners group with the answer whiskey, you guys. Um, I also love when people answer that question with what they they're like, I don't remember the answer, but I love whatever their cocktail is. I That's one of my favorites. So. Yes, you do you yes. people. Don't let partly. us boss you
0: around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about to. Most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs>
0: our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge, 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 humongous thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thanks for listening. Bye.